I know it's December, but I still haven't got myself an advent calendar yet, so I'm still very lost as to what the dates are. Yes, no, I haven't got an advent calendar either yet, but I'm going to get one of those Reese's ones, Reese's Pieces. Uh. Mind you, they're like five quid, and I don't think I want it that much, so maybe not. Well, give it a few more days and they'll be on reduced to clear. That's so true. I'm going to get mine on the 7th or the 10th or something. This is what I always do, and that's why for the last three years I've ended up with a poor patrol advent calendar. <laughs> this is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is Sheer Isolation. Kieran's in Trowbridge. I'm in Cricklade. I've still not gone anywhere. I'm still in Trowbridge. I thought I'd confuse you by doing the names back to front, but then I nearly confused myself by putting the towns the wrong way around as well. But I didn't uh, get that right. Uh, <laughs> uh. Uh. Trying to shake it up a bit after all this time. Now, the uh, purpose of this show is to promote local music and art scene across the west of England. Got a fascinating guest on this week, Jamie Bullock, who uh, works under Magic Torch Productions, which uh, creates uh, videos and documents various art projects across uh, Swindon uh, and Wiltshire. But she also does so many other things in terms of art and sculpting and painting and music and videos. Just just loads and loads of stuff. So we'll be talking to, to Jamie later on. Kieran, how was your weekend? How was your how was your week been? You 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 had a couple of gigs in the last week, haven't you? So this weekend we had a Christmas market in Trowbridge, which in uh, you had live music, and those starry eyes are doing lots of community based music, which is all lovely and beautiful. And right at the end, we had Gavin Osborne, who's previously a guest. He did his song for Trowbridge, and we handed out lyric sheets to the audience. Everybody, the whole audience, sang the song for Trowbridge, and it's absolutely it was absolutely magical. It's just brilliant. You know, having a sort of a couple of hundred people sing back, sing these lyrics in unison, it was just something else. So um, that was fun. And then you, we had... Um, you had Kid oh, Carpet on the Saturday as well, didn't you? Yeah, and then on Saturday we had Kid Carpet. So all the balloons, all the helium-filled balloons we had at the, at, the, at the market, I stole them, ran them up the stairs next door into the town hall, and we dressed Kid Carpet's stage with all these balloons. And then right at the end of his set, he, like, sucked all the helium out of one and told a story with this <laughs> just ridiculous do have to so say yeah, do you not say do, not do that at home do not do that <laughs> <laughs> no no and I thought we, we were live streaming it I was like bugger that and we should probably put some sort of don't try this at home kids type thing because it's um yeah it was a completely unexpected well it shouldn't have been unexpected really it should have been obvious but um yes <laughs> probably time for a tune though you have picked a track if I may say so this track is um, very zen for you. You know, many people won't realise this, but I'm actually quite a zen guy. And I know it's, that sounds weird because that's not what you associate with me. But actually, I love a little bit of chill out post rock music. Um, anyway, and the reason I picked this particular artist, it's a guy called Lark Hall. And um, he's a chap called Charlie who lives in Bath. Um, and he has a, this song. This song is a song called Eleven Streams. And he's performing at the Town Hall, Trowbridge Town Hall this weekend, which is why I've chosen it. Uh, but more, more so, is he's not just a typical musician who comes and tips up and plays some songs. He also has like loads of visuals, AV, audio visuals that go with it. So we're not just getting a gig, we're getting like a, light, like a video playback show as well. So it's really exciting. The video that goes with this is, um, I think it's something to do with AI, but it's, also, it's basically reactive to the music. So there's some cool stuff that goes in the video that's completely related to the music. So it's, it's basically a complete package. Really, really exciting. Yes, yeah, he's in the town hall this Saturday anyway. So that's why I've chosen it. I, I think it's quite a cool little tune. Um, I hope you do too. 
So that was a tune by Lark Hall, and it's called Eleven Streams. Kieran's choice there. Product placement, do you have anything this week? Um, no, no, I haven't. So I bought the Delta Sleep vinyl, right? But there's a delay in the vinyl delivery. So I've not been able to download it. So I can't even listen to it. So I'm sat here waiting for my Delta Sleep album to come. Um, and also I'm waiting for Johnny Foreigner album to come. They repressed their debut. Well, no, they pressed their debut album for the first time on vinyl. But obviously that's going to be like forever away. So I'm just sat here vinylless. There is a, a vinyl short, actually a, a shortage because we can't produce enough vinyl for demand in this country at the moment. That's correct. That is quite right. Everything right. from from actual factory capacity to the raw materials, to it, it's all completely ran out, which isn't a great time of year. I mean, if you're trying to get vinyl as Christmas presents, you may no, want to struggle right. on the new releases. It ain't happening, mate. It ain't yeah. happening. Well, we'll move straight on to our guests then, shall we? <laughs> so a bit of a strange story to, to how we ended up talking to this week's guest, who is uh, Jamie Bullock. Now, on last week's show, we played a track in memory of Levi Saunders, who's a uh, banjo and fiddle player who, who sadly passed away and we found this track on youtube and we doing our due diligence we contacted the original filmmaker to say oh can we just use your video on this can we use your audio and, and it was jamie and i got chatting to her and uh, discovered that she makes a heck of a lot of videos and she does a heck of a lot more as well not just in video but all kinds of art medium um, and she's been a kaylee caller and she does portrait art she does sculpting and um also works for a, a charity called The Platform Project, which helps um, helps young people get their CVs together and, and le- learn the skills to, to get onto those first steps in the career lab. So I thought, absolute fascinating person. Let's get her on the show and have a chat to her. And you know what was lovely as well, John, is that despite my connection with Swindon, I didn't know her. So that's just lovely that there's other things, little pockets of stuff going on. And you just, you can't possibly know everyone. It's nice to know that other stuff is going on in and around the things that you do know. So that's lovely. It's a really nice discovery. And I suppose one of the things about doing this show is that we are, we are meeting people like that because I, I bring contacts in, you bring contacts in, and then once in a while, we'll speak to somebody that neither of us know, and then it just opens a whole new connection. Which is lovely. I've been a filmmaker now for about 15 years. I moved to Swindon after finishing film college. I joined at the Arts Centre um, as their box office lady. And I just met this huge amount of creatives, which was just heavenly to me. So I just made lots of connections with lots of different types of genres and mediums and everything else. And so my nomadic arts life began in that I pretty much do lots of different art forms here in Swindon. I'm very lucky that I'm able to have the experiences that I do with my my creative arts and and film is something that has always been a love of mine and it was the reason I went to um, go and study film actually was because it was the one place I could kind of put all of my other creative arts into the one pot if you like. So yes I started making the dance on film. I did a lot of dance on film and touring with those films as well. Um, That was with Swerve based at Spindon Dance. And we, I think we made about seven films together, but we, you know, did some like the big chill and seen them on the big screens and things. So that was exciting. Had opportunities to work like the BBC and the NHS, lots and lots of different artists and musicians um, and creatives here. So I like to keep it as diverse as people will let me keep it. (laughs) But I do enjoy 
making the creative videos. Um, that's my love. One week I might be asked to do something that's very stylized, storyboarded and planned out. I love those. Certainly makes the edit suite a lot easier. <laughs> but then I do enjoy the um, the live aspect of bands, you know, capturing that energy, catching responses from the audience and those that are just loving it and in full dance mode and stamping their feet, you know. And then I enjoy getting all the cutaways, things like that, really, you know, where you're really homing in on that musician and they're in the moment, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I, to be honest, because my work is so diverse, I can't really pinpoint anything that I love the most. But I do like the more planned out creative, you know, where your your art direction and, and how you're going to shoot things are much more sort of visually seen rather than on the fly. I know I am teaching a bit of filmmaking and stuff to young people on how to use the tools that they have on their phones and, you know, specialist equipment to make marketing videos for businesses and things like that at the moment. Is that to do with the platform project or is that a separate thing to what you do? Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, it is separate in that it's not my business. I'm working there as a tutor with young people. So that's sort of getting them back into work or it might be their first job. But it's, you know, getting the employability skills up, which is brilliant. I love working at the platform project. But I also, I'm there for the creative well-being aspect as well. I do a lot of creative well-being work. And then just showing them how, to, if they've got their own enterprise that they'd like to get going, how to market that with videos, um, photography, because I do a lot of photography and fine art photography. So it's, you know, showing people how to use the tools that are at their fingertips that I would love to have had at their age. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah right. And, show, and showing them how to utilise all of that for all social media, promoting products and businesses and things like that. So I, I sort of keep my fingers in lots of pies all at the same time, which is just how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you predominantly work out of Swindon or are you working a much broader area? I mainly stay in Swindon, actually. I've got to take in account that I've got school runs to make <laughs> and then I'm just about to become a grandma for the first time so I want wow. to be available for my daughter and to help her out as well so I tend to and I don't know how I've managed it over the last 15 years but I tend to keep things quite local yeah. and within school working hours or weekends feel, yeah. so there's there's enough demand in Swindon to to for you to to do this full, effectively full-time I think and, and I'll tell my young people I tutor this as well if you're going into a creative career you do have to be prepared to work another sideline job so for me working at the platform is my sideline job or I worked eight years at the art centre as a box office lady right. you know part-time so you if you're going into the arts you do have to be prepared to just yeah. do something else but what I will say is if you have, if anybody's listening to this and does find themselves in that position where they want to find another little sideline, then make it where your interests lie. Make it where you can network. Make it work for you and into your business. Because all of my work really has come from people that I've met along the way, people who have seen other things that I've done. Somebody might, for an example, 
somebody who's a good friend of mine now saw that I'd done some body painting and it was a pregnant lady's belly and said oh could you paint me from head to toe as Spider-Man and I'm like well I've never really <laughs> done it that much before but yeah I can do that and I said well it's long as I can superimpose you in and around Swindon and make it look real, like you are actually Peter Parker, but an older wow. version, you know. Um, <laughs> so you know, I never know what work I'm going to get. And that's what I like. Swindon is full of creative people wanting to do something a little bit different. Um, and if you put yourself out there and people get to know you, then they're keen to collaborate. And that's what it's about, really. Okay, um, another thing I noticed when I was just kind of stalking your Facebook profile is um, you do paintings and portraits as well. And, and in particular, uh, last year, it looked like you were um, offering free portraits to NHS staff. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I did. I did three of them, actually. And one of them, first one that I did, ended up being um, exhibited at the uh, hospital in Oxford, so where that emergency nurse was working. They put an exhibition together. And now uh, a print of that piece has now gone to the company that provided all their PPE. So, yeah, just, you know, offering something free. It's funny, actually, because I was offering that when I when when COVID first hit. I am a portrait artist. I have always been one. So when that hit, I thought, what can I do to give something back to those people putting their life on their line? They're putting their family to one side. They're not seeing them for months. How can I do a personal thank you instead of just clapping on a doorstep? How can I do something nice for these people? So I actually posted up, anybody who wants a portrait from the NHS, you contact me and I'll do one for you. And it didn't get much takers actually until I saw that a guy, I forgot his name now, set it up on Instagram. And so that's when I plugged mine and I said, I'm happy to do one. I've, you know, I've been wanting to do this and it really took off. So, yeah, that's how it sort of got started. But yeah, the power of social media. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was it was a really nice thing to do. And I certainly didn't expect to get an exhibition out of it and then it be taken on to something else. I mean, I, you know, I have exhibited lots here in Swindon and Reading and places like that, but I haven't done anything for the NHS before. So that was really nice. Let's just uh, have a bit of a summary here. So so you do your filmmaking, which um, co- covers all kinds of uh, categories from music videos to kind of documenting any, any kind of art form, really. You're, you're a body painter and portrait painter. Um, you work for the platform project and you also do Kaylee calling in your spare time as well. How is spare <laughs> time a thing with you? Because that sounds um, like an insane amount of stuff to be doing. I do do an insane well it's not that I'm constantly always busy it's more that I'm diverse so I do lots of different things so you know I do shadow puppetry as well and I do that with shadow puppetry films I'm doing one about the pronouns with a with a collaboration for they them there and explaining how it feels to be in that position but we're doing it in the form of shadow puppetry Um, I teach young people um the form of shadow puppetry in community it's one of the oldest forms of telling stories that's um, right it's a brilliant one i teach device photography and video making and things like that i'm a fine art photographer sculpting i do sculpting as well you know literally like if it's creative You're a bit of an i'm there a bit too much of an you know <laughs> it's quite hard to market yourself when you do lots of different things here i am 
sort of saying this to you guys and I'm just like oh here we go again just like big long list of things that I do it's hard to explain what I do but I'm just creative at heart and I have a filmmaking background and an arts background and it serves me well cool thank you for that Jamie I mean it sounds like you've got really got a lot on your plate and I'm almost pain to, to say well if anyone wants to find out more and keep you even busier how do they find you <laughs> I don't oh, know if you want please that do. you know please do because it sounds like I'm like really really busy because I do so many different things but there are weeks that I'm not really doing anything so you know please do contact me and I'm always up for you know the crazier the better for me really you know take me out of my comfort zone that's where I like it best People can find me on Facebook under Magic Torch Productions. Um, I have my YouTube channel on there as well. Final question then is uh, just about the track. See if you uh, chose a tune for us to, to feature on the show. Obviously, you paid your respects to Levi, which was, you know, really lovely. Thank you for doing that. As you were doing your podcast recording, my phone, which was downstairs, started playing a random track and... Another thing you don't know about me, but, I, you know, I'm a bit of a medium as well. And this track just started playing all by itself. And my kids were saying, mum, your phone's going off, mum, your phone. So I looked at it and I listened to it. And actually, it just screamed a message from Levi, which I'd like to share with everybody today, actually, really, because it was a really beautiful track. And Levi had a lot of people, a lot of good friends looking after him towards the end. We were part of a private group and it just felt like it was a real message of thank you for all the love. So I'd like to share that one, if that's okay. It's not a local band. It's a guy called Danny Wilson. I'd never heard of this song before, but actually within the group, there was uh, a lady who it's her favourite track. So it was a really nice, loving message for her, I think. So uh, Danny Wilson, uh, The Second Summer of Love. Oh, the 
The track we've just played is The Second Summer of Love, and that is a tune by Danny Wilson. And I've got some news. Okay, you go first. So um, I had the pleasure this evening of um, in, having a quick cup of tea with John Amor, so a local blues legend in Devizes. And um, I ha- invited him to the town hall in Trowbridge for a cup of tea. And I said, look, mate, come, come and see the venue and let's talk about doing a gig together. So he came in and he absolutely fell in love with the place. After sort of half an hour, he's got a feel for the room and, and, the, and what. And he goes, you know what, Kieran? I've got this guy who's been asking to do a, a, a duo show with me for, for years. And I've always said no, because I couldn't really find the right venue. But this might be the right venue. And I said, yeah, sure, you know, pitch it to me. Let's do it. And he goes, you know, it's, it's acoustic. I said, that's fine. Acoustic's fine. He's always uh, Mark Butcher. He's a, he's a blues musician. And, um, you know, he's, I was like, yeah, brilliant. Sounds brilliant, John. You know, I, I trust you implicitly. If you, if you think it's as good, let's do it. And he goes, great. Um, he's also Sky Cricket commentator. Um, and ex-England's um, cricketer. I was like, that Mark Butcher. So uh, word on the street is, it's nowhere near confirmed, but there potentially is a, an opportunity for Mark Butcher to come play in Trowbridge. So you're, you're anybody listening to this, who's got a passing interest in blues or cricket, it's not confirmed, but keep your ear to the ground. The Mark might not even know this himself yet. You've t- <laughs> no, Mark has no idea, but he's but been... He is playing. Free. <laughs> but he is playing. It's one of those things, right? If, if I had found him in isolation, like completely unrelated to John, emailed him, I probably wouldn't get much of a response. But because John's brought it to the table, John will go away and say, "Look, Mark, you know that gig you've been asking about for years. How, how about?" And it will just happen. And it, and that's that's the. I just love that. I love the fact that that's they. He's come into the room. He's felt the vibe, and he's instantly gone. This will work. So Amazing. I love that. So I'm really really happy. Amazing. Can I mention Omicron to you? <laughs> um yeah of course yeah. you can I'm because right um, um we record this a few days in advance and, and this is a developing story and things may well have changed by the time we get to to actually being put out on air uh however as it stands currently we now have to wear masks in shops and on public transport again so that's been increased my understanding is that hospitality is not covered by mask wearing correct uh, mandatory which, which i'm assuming will cover nightclubs music venues everything like that so are you doing anything differently or is it business as usual for you? It's business as usual. Um, I was listening to Radio 4 this morning on my drive into work and I heard that, you know, the, um, the, the mask is back in, back in. Now, a lot of us are still wearing our masks and never took them off. So, you know, it's a moot point to a certain extent. My gut reaction to this is Delta variant. Um, that happens and there weren't any lockdowns. There weren't any huge amount of increased special procedures. I'm just hoping that, this will just roll with the punches a bit like the Delta variant. Yes, we know it exists. Yes, we've got to be, you know, you've got to take care. You've got to mitigate your own risks, et cetera. And hopefully we can all take our, mitigate our own risks and, and take our own risks accordingly. So yeah. gutting though, well, absolutely gutting. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, email sheerisolation at gmail.com or uh, find us on our website, sheerisolation.co.uk or go on to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you want to find us. Um, you can, find all our back copies there karen thank you for joining me uh thank you for rushing in to, to catch up with me I, I, i'm just i just live a, <clears throat> a mad life where i have to pick children up from places and drop them off again and i got to cook tea and there so yeah it, just go from one thing to another you do i just have bit a my crazy... tongue dream oh no it really hurt <laughs> you do have a crazy life and i do appreciate you taking the time out to talk to me because uh 
we do well as as the judges at the community radio awards said we, we're doing a pretty decent job at this not not good enough to win any awards but they did seem to like us uh, no, and, and as a sound engineer, I'm fully aware of their feedback that, you know, I personally do sound off mic. And as soon as I've got my attic conversion done, it starts next week. As soon as it's complete, I'll be in there and I'm going to sound like I'm in the living room next to you. Brilliant. I actually look forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing your new studio set up when it's ready. Cool. I love right, it. Mate. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week. See you later, Karen. Bye. <laughs> Take care, mate. Bye.